Talk hard and enjoy the mindgasm. The intellectual podcast starts now. Before we get started in anything, uh, it's a weird night to be celebrating anything with everything that happened in Las Vegas this weekend. And I just want to take a moment to let everybody know that our thoughts and prayers are with those in Vegas, but uh, we can't let any terrorist action of any type, homegrown or otherwise, uh, stop what we're doing. And so we're going to continue to celebrate the things that we've accomplished on this show. And with that, we're going to move forward. And I think the best way to move forward on our 200th episode is to start by moving backwards and taking a look at four years ago when we first started the show. Here's a bit of audio from the first episode of the Intellectual Podcast with me and Steve Schwartz. You're listening to the Intellectual Network at theintellectual.com. And now your host, David Dawson. Oh, you know, I'm sure we could come up with something to talk about for an hour. Yeah. We're kind of chatty Kathy types. While I'm chatty, you're more Kathy. Ack. (laughs) (laughs) So, I'm sitting here with Steve Schwartz. Hello. And uh, Steve and I go back uh, over a decade or so now. Yeah. It looks like, yeah, 1999. 2000. Yeah. Around that. 2000 time frame. Yeah, when I went to Palomar for radio mm-hmm. and television, you were already there. Yep, <laughs> been there. <laughs> and uh, yeah, you were um, the strange old Jewish guy in the program, and I was the weird kind of slightly older than most students, half Filipino kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And there it is. That's how we started. Yeah. You and me just shooting the shit. Yes. <laughs> you're still the old Jewish guy. Still, you're still the, old, the funny old Filipino Jewish. guy. Yes. <laughs> I dress a little better these days, though. Yes. So does Steve, for that matter. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so sitting with me here now are two of my favorite co-hosts. I, I love all my co-hosts, but uh, Mark Atkinson, Steve Schwartz. Steve Schwartz, of course, has been there with me from the beginning. And um, Steve, let's talk a little bit about when I started the podcast. Um, yeah. This was on the heels of me doing my my reunion podcast for my high school. Mm -hmm. And I said to you, hey, I want to do a podcast like The Nerdist, Um, just just me interviewing people. Um, What did you think when I first told you I was going to do it? Um, I thought it was really ambitious. I thought, okay, there's something else we can do together. Um, And uh, hopefully, we were hoping that it would grow into something bigger than, than than what we were uh, doing because yeah, those first few episodes were literally just, just you and me sitting around yeah. just talking like just, we normally do. Yes, and it was <laughs> mostly the first one was you berating me for having an opinion about film, which is pretty much like we always, always do. do. Yeah. So, you know, I don't like remakes, and right. uh, <laughs> you're saying that I'm wrong for ha- for not liking remakes. Yeah, yeah. Well, I didn't say you're wrong for not liking remakes. I said you're wrong for saying people shouldn't do them. Well, so there's a distinction there. Well, okay. some remakes suck. I mean, that's, yeah. that's all there is to it. <laughs> the Kingsman, you see it yet? I haven't seen it. I the sequel? Seen, the sequel? Well, yeah. sequels, I, I don't mind. 
It's when, you know, Kevin Smith on his podcast, he has got a segment called No Thanks, We've Already Got One. Mm-hmm. And they discuss the fact that, you know, we've already got them. We don't need another one. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. So it's so, more about root. Rebake, remakes, Re- remakes, <laughs> yes, remakes, uh, and reboots versus sequels. Yes, remakes yeah. and reboots. I mean, uh, to me, I mean, Spider-Man has been rebooted to death. Uh-huh. And uh, although you have to admit, this latest round has been pretty, yes, pretty much perfect. It, they finally got it right. Yeah. yeah, they finally got it. I mean, Marvel has you know dominated uh, in the superhero genre. So it's yes. true. It's true. Mark, uh, what, when did you first start hearing about the podcast? Was it when you came on? Uh, probably before I even knew what a podcast was. <laughs> no, uh, you, we did a uh, short film for the 48 mm-hmm. called... Uh, uh, was that Unlucky Charms? Yes. <laughs> I almost said <laughs> the one where else. Steve's face is what's in a bowl big? of milk yeah. for an hour? <laughs> no, what's the big? No, what's the... Um, yes, the cereal yeah. bowl of milk. Hey, we, we haven't even made 10 minutes and what's the vigs come up? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Hey, the peanut gallery is laughing. What's going yeah. on? Nothing. Nothing. Some, okay. Somebody making a comment? I'm it over there. <laughs> <laughs> they have a technical difficulty. Okay. Stop watching porn. So you came and did Unlucky Charms, and that's when you found out about, about the podcast. You were talking about, I'm like, oh, that's cool. And then, uh, I don't know, a couple months later, I'm like, hey, uh, you still doing that? And you're like, yeah. I'm like, oh, cool. Uh, hey, uh, you need a guest? And you're like, yeah, sure. I'm like, all right, cool. Uh, and it was like uh, January of 2000. <laughs> 15? Now, if I recall, you came in, did yours, and, and then Merrick. and then Merrick's, right? Yeah. So and so you you were a guest and then immediately a co-host. Actually, dude, I think. Or did you co-host first I and think then I was a co-host first? Then you a co-host guest. first and then you were yeah. a guest. Yeah, it was yeah. a little little backwards. Yeah. Um, I was a co-host again. As I recall, that first year, Steve, the the goal was to just make sure we put an episode out yes. every week, no yeah. matter what the episode was yeah and it was the goal was just to put something out tall order yeah well you know i had a lot of stupid things that i did in my life that that they wanted to discuss on the podcast so hashtag two fingers if you haven't listened to that episode be sure to go check it out masami if you're out there anywhere i i'd want my shirt back Um, (laughs) um as i recall there was also one episode where you me and my cousin eric eric yes we sat around, and I, I think I was probably high. I was high a lot in those first stuff set of episodes. <laughs> nice. Um, well, is that why you were laughing so much? Or yeah. Well, I just started. That you know, funny, I just, I just, just started taking high? medicinal marijuana for okay. my migraines, ah. and it had been what thirty years since I'd had anything okay. of any variety. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I don't drink, I don't smoke, and so you know, I don't do anything. My stories weren't really that funny. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> they might have been that funny. Everything was. So they folks, were really funny at the time. If you really want to know if I'm funny or not, light up. <laughs> smoke um, them if you got them. Yeah. So after a little while, uh, our friend Carla Van Wagener uh, started tuning into the show. Carla, if you're listening or watching. Hello. She, she was... Carla says, Mark, you got to oh, hold your mic sorry. better. So oh, Carla, Carla, Carla asked me if I was interested in having uh, like celebrity guests on the show. And I was like, well, yeah, uh, that's kind of the goal, right? With any sort of interview shows to start getting some celebrities on. And she said she could help out. And I was like, okay, well, if that's possible, that'd be cool. You know, I wasn't sure what to expect. You know, people oftentimes jump in and say they'll help out, but uh, never really follow through. And Carla jumped in. And within just a few weeks, um, landed us two interviews at the Belly Up here in San Diego with Martha Davis of the Motels 
and Allison Arajeda from American Idol. Uh, Allison ended up being a pretty regular guest on the show over the last four years. Um, but Martha was technically my first celebrity interview. And I was incredibly nervous. I mean, I started the whole podcast with the idea that I needed to get out and talk to people and force myself in some way to actually chat with people because it's not a natural thing for me to do. And Well, it wasn't then. It wasn't it was then. then. Maybe no. it is now. I don't know. Um, but it's also part of the reason why I think I was high through a lot of those first set of episodes. <laughs> it was just easier to get through it, even though I was talking to my friends like Steve. Um, but... I sat down with, with Martha and Jessica Drain joined me. She was co-hosting with me for a long time early in those early days as well. And we went to the belly up and we sat down with Martha Davis in the green room while Allison Ayrheda and Halo Circus were playing on stage. And I'm going to play a little bit of that interview with Martha for you now. And you can see uh, just how nervous and weird I was. All right. Mm-hmm. So let's roll it. And, um, you're playing here at the Belly Up, which is fortunate for us, right in our backyard. Awesome. Um, so it's nice, nice to have you here. Uh, you are a major part of my childhood. Um, you know, I'm the corrupting part. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm the I'm the MTV generation. I grew up. You know, I was I was in grade school when uh-huh. MTV kind of launched, and I remember your music videos and your music. I remember my mom singing your your songs because my mom's a singer and uh she used to sing your songs all the time sweet and uh so when i found out that we were gonna get the chance to talk to you i was like i was kidding (laughs) (laughs) awesome so um this is the third iteration of the motels oh no no there's been many many motel well there was the original motels that moved down from berkeley california and then there was the motels that got signed to capitol records and then after that band broke up and I left Capitol Records. Then there was a series of bands. Very, uh, there's been a lot of motels in my life. <laughs> but this band that I'm playing with now has actually been together longer than the original motels. We've been together over 10 years now. So wow. I'll accept the hunk of where where'd he go? Oh, he's gone. Brady, Brady's the newbie. He's been here about three years. But so... It's it's actually a band that's been together quite a while, but not the third incarnation. I don't know how many incarnations. <laughs> well, you know, it's 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 hard to gauge that. You know, all I've got to go on is Wikipedia. And yeah, that's how they. I don't start. even remember all the people that <laughs> I, I don't. I just. <laughs> well, you've had a very very long career, and um, starting out. You started out in the 70s, right? 71 was our first gig. 1971, uh, the original motels from Berkeley, California, played a show in San Francisco at a place called Project Arto, which I don't know if it's still there or not. It was like an artist warehouse. And we played our first gig on Halloween night, 1971. And there was a naked man painted blue dancing in front of me and everybody was on acid, not me, but it was, it was a crazy night, crazy night. But that was the night when I went, I have to do this. Not because there was a naked man painted blue, but just because once I got over my stage fright, got on stage, I was just, it changed me. It was like, you know, split personality because I was a very shy, very terrified girl. And then I got on stage and turned into some kind of like staring in people's eyes and dropping to my knees and like, but only during the music in between the songs, I'd go back to being this like totally. Uh, so yeah, 
So it's I like, found out I was schizophrenic. Um, <laughs> well, it's like playing a character. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like you and go so on stage you, and you play the rock star. Exactly. And you get to. So that was uh, me with Martha. And uh, I think you can tell I was pretty nervous. Um, I had prepped for that by checking up uh, Martha on Wikipedia and uh, and listening to her songs, you know, on Spotify and whatnot. And I totally psyched myself out, <laughs> you know, like, like she was that. such an icon in the 80s. And it it like dawned on me like this was a woman my mother used to sing, you know, because my mom was a singer and, and, and would play her music when she was performing. And it just. I don't know. It totally weirded me out. You like Chris Farley when he interviews uh, Paul McCartney? <laughs> yeah. yeah so, uh, you know, Martha, uh, just, uh, you know, uh, there was that time you did that, that thing. Uh, that, was, that was awesome. You once said the, uh, the love you take is equal to the love you make. So is that true? <laughs> yeah, but it was, uh, it was crazy. That, like, just suddenly to be sitting in the room like that, it was like, who am I? You know? Um, I've gotten over that, <laughs> I think. But but it now uh, you're like, do you know who I am? <laughs> do you know who I am? I'm David <laughs> S. Dawson. <laughs> but um, no, it was it was a lot of fun, and I got to thank Carla, um, especially. Unfortunately, Carla couldn't be here tonight because she's landed herself a new job, and uh, it's keep, no. keeping her busy. And we're very happy to hear that, Carla. We, we wish you all the best with your job. Um, She'll still be a part of the intellectual. She's still going to be working with us and helping us get guests and stuff. But uh, she's got herself a steady income now, which wow. is good. So, That's, so it's uh, good for her. Good for you. Um, be nice, but Carla. Without you, um, yeah, I mean, this, we wouldn't. We, we wouldn't would have been able be to do him talking anywhere near as many of the things life. we've done. Yeah, it's been it's been incredible, and we'll get to we'll get to some of the big things that we were able to do here pretty soon. Um, so you guys have been. My co-host, like Steve, you've been with me since the beginning. Yes. Mark, you've been with me since year two. Yes. Um, or uh, yeah. chapter two. Chapter, yeah. Season two. Yeah. Chapter yeah. two. Sure, I, we, sure. We've never yeah. quite figured out the season thing or whatever right. with the show. But um, it, it's uh, it's been this thing. Jessica Drain was with us for a while. Chris Naomi Garcia was with us for a while. And uh, for the last year, my regular co-host has been Whitney Wegman. Mm-hmm. And... Um, she came on board and like immediately jumped in with both feet and started producing as well as being a co-host. She got us some incredible guests, Nathan Darrow from house of cards and Gotham. He played mm-hmm. uh, Mr. Freeze on Gotham and, uh, and, just, and just a slew of people. I mean, she's, she's been incredibly um, generous with her time, generous with her Rolodex and has done some amazing things for the show. And uh, unfortunately she couldn't make it here tonight because she's got a rehearsal. Uh, but she did uh, send us a video and wanted to uh, convey her thoughts to us. So let's have a look at that right now as well. Hi, Wit. Happy 200th episode, Intellectual. I can't believe it's been an entire year of me being David's co-host. This has been crazy, and I am so glad that I get to be a part of this show. And I'm really sorry that I can't be there tonight. I am knee-deep in rehearsal for American Carnage by Amy Greenberg. So I hope you guys get to come see it, and I can't wait to watch the live stream later. (laughs) 
Yeah, are we back? We got audio? Are we here? Hello? This is so disturbing. And we're back. Thing. Yes. <laughs> um, so our, our director, producer Brian, uh, just like made a shift stuff around. So we're looking at this camera now. Um, <laughs> does, does Mark need to move in? Sure, like closer. Yeah, we'll just move you a little bit closer. Oh, we're just uh, just a little little finessing of things. I guess Steve's bright white Oops. shirt didn't look so hi, good. David. Oh, hi, David. Hi, Mark. It's been a while. Oh, hi, Mark. Oh, hi, Mark. Oh, hi, baby group. Now we're looking at Mark's back. Us. Hello, <laughs> hello, doggy. <laughs> so anyway. Um, it was great for for Wit to to drop us that uh, that message, and we we wish you were here, Wit. Uh, we miss you. Um, uh, we have a request for a throwback shout out to Sci Fi Sunday. Sci Fi oh, Sunday. Jessica Henson. Wow. Yes, Hello, Jessica. Jessica. Is, is Jessica watching? Yeah. Hi, Jessica. Hi, Hi William. So Hi, Riker. when we started the Intellectual Podcast, the Intellectual Podcast was actually the second podcast oh. of the Intellectual Network. And then we launched everything with a show called Sci-Fi Sunday, which we did on Sundays. Um, but the logo was an ice cream cone yeah. made up of like sci-fi jargon. Um, but that show typically was myself and Steve and Jessica Henson and William Henson. And Teresa joined in and Brian would join in. And we talked about uh, everything sci-fi and comic book and fantasy and whatnot for uh, 30-something episodes. It was like 36 episodes mm-hmm. of Sci-Fi Sunday on top of the 200 episodes of The Intellectual that we've done. So we've done a whole lot of podcasting since we started four years ago. Um, schedules and uh, life uh, drew right. Jessica and William away. William was in the Navy and, and uh, got stationed somewhere else, and they, they drifted off. And uh, uh, Jessica Drain was part of that podcast right. as well, and she, she uh, has moved on. She's, she's a happy mommy now and uh, doing, doing what she's doing with her family. And uh, Sci-Fi Sunday just kind of ended quietly with a little whimper, not, not so much of a bang. But uh, thank you guys so much for being part of it at the beginning, Jessica, William, Jessica Drain. Um, we love you guys. We wish you guys uh, could be here with us uh, more often. And uh, we're glad to hear that you guys, you guys are, you guys are watching. It's so cool. Iris says hi, watching from the Philippines. My Aunt the Iris, um, oh my all the way from the Philippines, watching us live. Hello. This is nice. incredible. <laughs> hi, hi. Um, it's Wednesday morning there. This feels really real all of a sudden. Yes. Yep. <laughs> Just got real. Oh, we're global. We're global, wow. baby. So anyway, um, back in the Philippines. Back to the things that Carla did for us. Um, Carla got us that interview with Martha Davis and Allison, and that led to just kind of a steamroll of events that wow, I could not have foreseen. Open. Yeah, because we, we interviewed Martha on a Wednesday at, here in Belly Up in San Diego. And that weekend, she was performing at um, the Whiskey A Go Go. And she invited us to be her press guests uh, to cover her red carpet. And to cover her concert there. She was celebrating her birthday, and it was also the Whiskey's 50th birthday. Wow. And so Jessica Duran and I found ourselves four days later up in Hollywood on the red carpet at the Whiskey A Go-Go interviewing Lamb Chop and <laughs> um, uh, Leif Garrett was there. Um, Leif. Yeah. Leif, Leif, Leif Garrett. <laughs> um, but it was insane. Like, all of a sudden, we're, we're standing there. We went from you and me talking about, you know, random bullshit in my dining room yeah. to Jessica Drain and I standing on Hollywood Boulevard or whatever, Leaf like interviewing celebrities on a red carpet and then getting VIP treatment inside. It was incredible. incredible. Um, I got to meet um, 
some porn stars. I'll just leave it at that. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And that was a lot of fun. But uh, we had a really great time. And then uh, various PR people saw us doing what we were doing on that Mm -hmm. red carpet. They were were interested in what we did. A week later, we went back up for the Grammys. And we covered the red carpet um, for Trevor Guthrie, who was nominated for a Grammy with uh, Armin Van Buren. Mm-hmm. And we were interviewing Lance Bass and, <laughs> you know, wow. all these other people and a, another porn star. And it was just incredible. Ooh, there's a um, everywhere you go in Hollywood, there's always a porn star. I just want to mention that. This is true. Um, yeah. And then um, then you and I went to the Philippines. Yep. And uh, spent some time with my Auntie Iris. Hi, Hello. Iris. Hi. And, uh, and the rest of my family. And... Um, but while we were gone, we were offered the opportunity to cover the red carpet at the Night of a Hundred Stars Oscar viewing party, which, you know, I never would have imagined three months, four months after we started right. the podcast, we'd find ourselves standing on a red carpet interviewing the likes of John Voigt. Um, yep. I didn't oh. want to do that. <laughs> And I had just gotten back from from the Philippines, and I was pretty exhausted. But what we did is we sent Jessica Drain and, and sister? my sister, Laura Marie Davis, yep. and Brian was our cameraman, and uh, we dolled them up, sent them off with oh, a hair, hairdresser, up. got their hair and makeup done, sent them out to the red carpet, and they did some red carpet interviews. Uh, we're going to check a look a little bit right now at uh, some of the coverage they did there, uh, including... Their very random interview with John Voigt, who they just managed to get to stop and and talk to them on the red carpet. He wasn't really walking to do interviews. He's asking for directions. Hi, I'm Jessica Jerain. And I'm Laura Davis. And, and we, we are, are the, the intellectual. intellectual. We are here tonight at the Beverly Hills Hotel for the 23rd annual Night of 100 Stars Oscar Party. We are super excited for tonight. We're running the red carpet event, doing the interviews with 100 stars or more, and we don't know who's going to be here tonight. So excited. Please stay with us for the ride and enjoy the show. Way more than 100 stars here. You know, I mean, I think uh, some people overrepresent. I think it's a little underrepresented. Maybe that's Norby's style, you know, cool and smooth. So, are you rooting for anyone tonight? Yeah, well, uh, I'm in this little movie called 12 Years a Slave, and uh, a lot of people in that movie, I'm very excited. I hope they they win. Hope all of them win, right? Yeah, hope they all win. (laughs) You're all Oscar. Oscar. Who did you call right after? I'm trying to remember. Uh, I, I think I could probably call my mother immediately. Yeah, that's the. That's a good answer. That's the first. Uh, well, you know, I had a fellow in my life. I, 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 when I got the, the job of the Midnight Cowboy, when I found that out, I was with a fellow who's a homeless man. And I had him in my apartment to get him out of the rain. And I got the call. I said, I'm going to get a call very soon to see if I'm going to get this role, which will change my life. And he said, I hope you get it. 
I'll, I'll pray you get it. And I went to the phone. I said, come on, let's see what we got. And uh, I got on the phone, and I got the job. I said, I got it. He said, I prayed you get it. So and I said, what should I do? Who's the first person I should call? He says, call your mother. She'll be there so happy. There you go. So that's right. Call, call your mother. Call your mother. Um, she had your mom for you. I'd just like to, uh, uh, with that comment, uh, remember my own mother who uh, passed away a little over a year ago and um, was such a supporter of everything that we do mm-hmm. um, and and always had such joy watching the things that we did. And, um, you know, we miss you, Mom. Um, there's just no other way to say that. What we got going on over there? Is there any, any questions from anybody? Yep. Missy just asked, uh, who was your favorite interview? Who was my favorite interview? <laughs> any, any or all? Um, actually, that's, uh, that's going to be a really, really good segue into our next round of videos. Um, Shotgun Tom Kelly, I think, uh, has been my, my favorite interview. I've got to interview him twice now. And um, Shotgun Tom, if you're not from San Diego or Southern California, he's a radio personality here in San, in San Diego and L.A., and uh, he's got a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. He's he's, he's larger than life. Um, yeah, I've got I've got up here on the uh, shelf uh, the Shotgun Tom bobblehead and and his hat, his Ranger hats back here um, behind me uh, from when he came on our show and did uh, did our TV show. Um, Shotgun Tom uh, was on TV and radio all through my childhood, and he was somebody I, I listened to and watched and grew up with and. I suddenly found this opportunity to, to get to sit down and interview him. And he was incredibly gracious and so warm and kind. And he invited me over for a party at his house. I got to meet all these legends of San Diego and, wow. and Los Angeles radio and television. Um, some of whom have been on the podcast, some of whom I hope to get on the podcast someday. And even after the interview was done and in the time since that interview, he's been open if i've got questions if 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 i just want to call him and chat like he's he's open to do it and uh he's really kind of become a mentor and a friend and it's just been this incredible thing Mm. that like little 10 year old me would be like no way (laughs) you know like (laughs) that's unbelievable i remember uh i walked up to him i approached him at the uh film awards Mm -hmm. and i was saying i I just asked you, you think it would be okay if I asked him if he wanted to be on the podcast? And said, if you can get him. <laughs> well, that's, and that's the secret, too. Like, in, in public settings, when we see somebody we want to interview, I'm not the guy who walks up and asks because I'm terrified. I always send somebody else. When we, when we got Bowman Modine, I sent you guys to go talk to Bowman Modine. Uh, yeah. At that film festival. Was it me and Brian, Brian or maybe festival? just Brian? But I, think just, I think it was you and Kristen. And, well, and it was. Um, shotgun, it's it's pretty funny. Shotgun kind of came to me in a couple of different ways. You talked to him at the Film Awards, yeah. and Bob Gardner talked up the intellectual to him as well. And Shotgun talks a little bit about that himself. Um, so let's go ahead and uh, take a look at the video. Hi, this is Shotgun Tom Kelly here in Los Angeles, and I can't believe it. The Intellectual Podcast with Dave Dawson. 200 videos is what you're celebrating. I remember when Bob Gardner came up to me and said, Hey, Shotgun, have you been interviewed by Dave Dawson yet? I said, Well, no. He said, You really should be. I was. Dave, you did it. And I've gotten a lot of people who saw it. 
Anyway, congratulations on your 200th video for the Intellectual Podcast. And I know you're going to have many, many more. Hey, David. I'm here getting ready for a new episode of Tonight in San Diego. I just wanted to wish you congratulations on your 200th episode of the Intellectuals Podcast. Way to go, man. Keep on rocking. Right. Yeah, so a couple of our, our local celebrity hosts. That yeah. was our uh, guys with beards and glasses segment. <laughs> hey, that's me sometimes. Uh, yeah, well, me too. I guess me too. Wow, what is it? <laughs> age. Age. <laughs> it's age. Yeah. You're edging into your 40s. So. <laughs> now, we had a couple of questions that uh, you guys had mentioned right as we, we froze up. Uh, yeah, I think Kilno was asking... Uh, what are you wearing? It was a red carpet question. What am I wearing? Who are you wearing? Who, Who am I wearing? wearing? Uh, this is this is Sears, I believe. Is that right? Sears. The jacket's Sears. Uh, the shirt is uh, no. The shirt. This is a this is a Ocean Beach shirt. Ob. Nice. Um, and then you know just you know Walmart slacks. Um, this is uh, the men's warehouse collection. <laughs> Um, now, Mark is the one wearing the interesting top. Yes, I've got a custom-made intellectual T-shirt. He's got the intellectual the entertainment T-shirt. Keep on prototype. wanting to push off the wall like on the right camera. <laughs> What's to spin? <laughs> there it is. I love this shirt. He's with the, the logo, only one who's got that shirt with the logo that you made. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the intellectual entertainment logo. This was the two point oh. Yeah, the original. I have the original one too. Remember, I had hats and T-shirts for. Uh, right. Yeah, well, that's not the podcast logo. That's the that's the that's the company logo. Right. <laughs> podcast the logo. The new podcast logo looks like the X Men. Yes. Uh, doors. It does. <laughs> the brush metal X. Um, um, another question. And then what was the yeah. second question? Uh, I was Robin uh, asked, um, "How has the podcast influenced your filmmaking?" Oh yes, um, doing more of them. Yeah, we, we've done more films. Um, yeah. I, I think starting with the interview with Michael Brueggemeyer, um, the podcast really kind of opened up my my view of working with other people more and, um, and collaborating on a larger basis with other teams, uh, other individuals who are out there. Um, it's really expanded our network. And just being on the podcast has expanded right. the network yeah. because we're out there talking to people. We're meeting all sorts of different people in the, in the community. Sure. And I don't know about you. Yeah, no, I mean, same thing. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> <Ditto>. <laughs> no, I, I met a lot of people through the podcast and then I eventually worked with them. Mm-hmm. And, and as I recall, when you came on, like you had just moved back from like long beach or something fairly recently. No, or it'd been a little while, but, but I mean, I did live in LA, but no, I didn't yeah. years since I moved. But I, but I remember talking to you and it was like, you know, come do the podcast. It'll be an opportunity to meet more people, talk to more people. I think that's what I was coming back into. Uh, yeah. Making films. Kind of acting. Making yes. Films. Cause yeah. I was, uh, so, you know, so retired. Really, the podcast has been, retirement. it's been my networking, uh, yeah. ace in the hole. Yeah. Really. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually speaking of, of people that it's allowed us to meet and work with, uh, Merrick McCarthy and Michael Brugemeyer, both from the Amalgamated Grommets, mm-hmm. uh, and both are intellectual, uh, teammates as well. Uh, they've worked on our films as well. Um, they also sent us some videos. So let's take a look at, uh, what they said to, sent to us. Hi, Intellectual Entertainment. My name is Merrick McCarthy. Of course, I just wanted to send you a nice note to thank you. On your 200th episode, congratulations. 
I've been a guest on your show and I've known David Dawson for years now. You're one of the best friends that I have and you're one of the best people that anyone could know. So I want you to know that and to know we, we do really appreciate you. The entire crew at Intellectuals, you guys are uh, continually uh, bringing on new uh, people, interesting guests and having a really fun and fascinating podcast. And I really want you guys to keep up all the good work. So best wishes and congratulations and I hope to see you soon. I'm sure I'll be a guest on your show uh, coming up sometime soon. Congratulations to the Intellectual Podcast for their, your 200th episode, which is amazing. What's especially amazing about it is that uh, throughout the entirety of it, you've had uh, great humor, very funny stuff, uh, very educational and inspirational stuff. Um, just a remor remarkable amount of, of quality that has been in-depth and thoughtful and, and really valuable. So congratulations to your 200th webisode, episode. And also, I hope that I'm the first person to mention this. Congratulations on mentioning What's the VIG 200 times. Well done. <laughs> Very I, nice. I think Brigham is your biggest fan, Mark. Yes. Very nice. Shout out, Mr. B. <laughs> also, Saying, to Mr. B, shout out to your wife for finally getting you to to display your Emmys. <laughs> oh. Uh, Brugemeyer, uh mentioned to me that he he had food poisoning last night. So uh, really nice oh. of him to get up and thank you and make that video for us today. Yeah, uh, thank you so much. Uh, Mike, I really appreciate it. Um, Big shout out to Merrick, too. Uh, we saw you on Lethal Weapon. And if you haven't seen it, it's going to replay. You can see Merrick MacArthur on that instead of as a ferret. <laughs> and, and thanks, Merrick, for playing a ferret in yes. one of our movies. That was a, that was a special treat. <laughs> um, if you haven't seen it, it's Convolution. It's playing uh, this weekend at the San Diego International Film Festival on Sunday. Sunday. It's part of the 48-hour block. So come out and check it out. Uh, that was directed by my sister, Teresa, over there. Big T. Jeez. Oh, Mike's got the mic again. Yep. Uh, Missy asked, who would be your ultimate interview? Oh. Uh, Steven Spielberg would be my ultimate interview. I, I would love to sit down and talk to Steven Spielberg. Um, as a director, uh, he's the guy who made all the movies that made me yeah, dream me of too. making films. Jaws. That one shot. <laughs> These guys the in one, Jaws. I'm surrounded by Jaws yeah. freaks. The, good answer, <laughs> Dave. I mean, good answer. The one shot in Jaws of Roy Scheider where he does that push in. The Zolly. The Zolly. That made me want to know how to make film. Yeah. So how did, how did you do hard. that? I wanted to be <laughs> I tried it a couple of times. Yeah. My little Quinn parodies. Yes. <laughs> haven't pulled it it's off yet. It's a very difficult thing to pull off. Um, right. Maybe a goal would be Richard Dreyfus, though. No, yeah, well, you know, Dreyfus is a local, San Diego. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, I don't know. He's so smart, though. I'd like be terrified to sit down and talk to Richard Dreyfus. Like, <laughs> like he just put me in an intellectual corner. Well, that's what that uh, that weed stuff yeah. is for. <laughs> so I don't what care. Is it? You eat it or whatever. <laughs> you're medicinal. Yes, you're medicinal. Take some. Take your medicine. Yes. And wow, I I sounded uh, like hi, America. Hi, America. We just we, just, like, we uh, just watched your video, America. <laughs> Sounded like a square from the 50s, huh? That's what yeah. that weed stuff is yeah. for. Why don't you shoot up some of that weed? Why don't you uh, eat one of those <laughs> marijuana cigarettes, David? Um, <laughs> so uh, one of the other fun things that we get to do is, is we, we get to 
we get to talk to really interesting people and yeah. um and there there's a multitude of very interesting people here in town mm. and i remember we had the kilnas on the show that was fun. <laughs> and that was around the time that the show was like morning drive time it was like five of us co-hosting yeah. and a, we had two guests yeah. and there was booze flowing and like whatever and we um, were doing like seven or eight the golden day. era yeah. yeah and yeah we were doing no we were doing like five days in a row we yeah. do like three a night we yeah. were all doing them at mark's house yeah um it was a lot of fun it was it was like the kind of i don't know what i wouldn't say is the height of the podcast but it was certainly when we had just like an incredible amount of momentum going we were doing right. two a week yeah um, a couple of, couple a day though, right? Yeah, like we were doing a couple of three day, a day or something, two, yeah. two or three a day. Yeah. We, mm. We'd be at your house like Monday through Thursday, yeah, um, and we'd like just record literally it. Monday through Thursday, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, it was a lot of fun, and and in that time we got to meet the Kilnas. Uh, I had admired their films for a while, um, and then finally getting to sit and talk to them and really really get to know them was was great because I kept seeing them at events. Right and like oh those are the Kilnas hi mm. you know and I wouldn't go and talk to the Kilnas <laughs> um, but we got them on the show and they've become friends and I've actually got to hang out with them uh, in Austin now they're living in Austin at this time and uh, I got to go spend some time with them while I was there doing some shows uh, recently um, it was a lot of fun and they they sent a video in as well cool uh, so let's take a look at what they they sent oh, in cool. it, it I have seen it, it it's it's fun it's okay. <laughs> Hey, Raven. Yes, Kilman. Why do we have these bras on our head? Because it's ceremonial. What's a ceremony? It's the 200th episode of the Intellectual Podcast. Congratulations. Congratulations. Let's get back to it. Uh, David S. Dawson. Real life David S. Dawson. Hey everyone, this is Dwayne and Robin. You might recognize us from the 48th edition of the Intellectual Podcast about the 48-hour film project. That's right, and also the 163rd edition of the Intellectual Podcast, Dwayne and Robin Return. We want to wish congratulations to the Intellectual team on 200 episodes. 200 episodes, and we look forward to being on the episode number 480. That's right. Congratulations, guys. Congratulations. Oh, that is awesome. That's awesome, nice. right? <laughs> the Kiln is doing the weird science thing. Oh just my, killed oh, me, man. One of my favorite movies of all time. <laughs> Raymond's like, did you see it? I'm like, yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> She's like, you see little jumper cables? I'm like, yeah, it's oh, incredible. It's great. Uh, it was so funny. A little photo of me on the on the carpet. I was like, oh, that's amazing. And Robin and Dwayne actually yes. went back and checked out what, what episode what numbers they were in. <laughs> Um, which made me go back and check out everybody's episode number. So in all these videos, it, it's hard for us to see the screen from where we're sitting here. But right. for all these videos, it, it says what episode number they're in at the bottom. So when I was prepping oh, cool. them, all the videos for this, I had to go back and remind myself what Time episode bolt. everybody was in. Yeah. Um, but so much fun. Job, and, and crazy to think that Robin and Dwayne first came on the show in the 40s. 
right? And then they came back in, in the, the 1940s. No. The, the, <laughs> the, the 48th episode was Didn't the 48 have the hour film project episode. Um, and wise but, guy. Uh, you know, we love we love both of these couples. Uh, the Kilnas make absolutely incredible, fun movies. And Robin and Dwayne provide such opportunities for everybody in town to get together, oh. to, to commune, and to mm-hmm. make film. And thank you uh, for everything. Intellectual entertainment has been part of the 48 since 2007. Uh, we've made 10 48 hour film project films and another four, four points and national film challenge films. And it's been a wild ride every time. And thank you guys so much for all the work that you put in on, on the 48 (laughs) and, and the, and and the national film challenge. Yeah. Um, The Kilnans just responded back. That's how we normally are at home, by the way. Ah, bras on the And uh, shout out to Steve from just another Taco Jeff Tuesday. Frankowski. Jeff, thank you. Hi. Who's Jeff? Jeff Frankowski. He and I go back, way back into my early teens. Wow. Uh, when I was oh. uh, ancient. Ancient. Uh, yeah, well, he's in his 40s. I'm now Stirk in the 1940s. Yeah. Uh, we were. <laughs> It, no, we, it was called snail mail then. So we handwritten notes, but Pony uh, Express. Pony Express. So yeah, there you go. Actually, we met each other riding horses. Uh, Ooh, to the be honest, uh, and he actually days. was sitting next to me. Uh, this is probably not one of the stories that I've told. Maybe it is. No, I don't, I'm not uh, familiar with it. Um, we were sitting on the rail while someone else was riding. His name was Al Smith, and he was riding a little dapple gray mare named Jump for Joy. And uh, he uh, was wearing his spurs, and you're not really supposed to. And uh, he got kicked off the horse, landed on his feet, and ran out of the uh, out of the re- the arena. But the horse was running around, bucking and kicking and running. And Jeff said to me, "Don't move." And the horse was running towards me, so I thought I can catch him. <laughs> and I jumped off and Jeff says like where this is going. What, and he witnessed this because he said my feet didn't even touch the ground and Joy spun and kicked and I This I, is when you got hit in the head? Yes, this oh. is when I got clipped right in the head, right in the forehead. I still have a scar. Oh shit. This was this was in your one of your first ten episodes you guys talked about this in your podcast. Yes. Oh really? Okay. <laughs> yeah, you talked about this in one of the very first episodes. Oh, and wow. uh Jeff was was sitting there with uh his name was Kevin McGrath. We were we were all sitting uh, on this rail and uh one of the kids fathers uh, his name was Bo O'Connell grabbed me and I said I'm all right I'm all right and he he said no you're not <laughs> and I just pulled my hand away and I was just covered in blood oh yeah. man <laughs> Jeff thanks for joining us thanks man. for, like, thanks for cool. all the way from New Jersey thank you that's nice. incredible and like giving us a trip down first 10 episode length yes <laughs> It's a good story. It's been four years. It's hard for me to remember exactly yeah, which which story which Steve has told on is. the podcast and in person. So, you know, <laughs> we do what we can to remember. But it, it was a good story. We but I got to say, 10% of me wanted the story to just deflate. <laughs> the great deflator. The great deflator. But I'm Be- glad it didn't, actually. I'm glad it panned out. You're okay. Okay. Yeah. Becky says that, that explains a lot. Oh. <laughs> That's why I work in broadcasting. Oh, that's hilarious. Uh, you know, speaking of, we were talking about Unlucky Charms earlier. Mm, yes. And, um, you know, prior to Unlucky Charms, uh, the podcast mostly was me, some friends that I, I'd had in, in film, and then these celebrities guests that Carla were bringing on. Yeah. And we hadn't really kind of opened ourselves into the local San Diego film market. 
But with Unlucky Charms, we grew the attention of Jody Silly of the San Diego Film Consortium. Film Consortium San Diego. I can never remember which way those are supposed to go. Um, I've only been dealing with the Film Consortium now for three years. But Jody came into our, our world because of Unlucky Charms. She asked us to submit it to the Fall Film Festival, which we mm-hmm. did. Um, and she accepted it. And we screened it there. And it was... Seeing all the films that people were making here in town at that fall film festival that year, yeah, that kind of reignited my passion for all the San Diegans who were making movies. I'd have and, to agree. And yeah. it was at that point that I committed at least 50% of the show would be about local San Diego filmmakers. Yeah. And a lot of the success of the intellectual podcast, a lot of the success of the intellectuals in general stem from that interaction that I got because of the film consortium reaching out to me and asking me to come out uh, with our film. And, um, and it opened all these doors, all these doors to all these people that we've been able to talk to here in town, all the amazing filmmakers that we've become friends with and collaborators with. And a lot of that has to do with Jody Silly. And I thank you so much, Jody, for your friendship, for your dedication to our community. And uh, Jody sent us a message as well. And uh, we're going to take a look at that right now, too. Cool. Where is she? Hey there, Whitney and David. Congratulations on your 200th episode of the Intellectual Podcast. Thank you for including me and all the awesome people here in San Diego's film community as part of that podcast. Here's to 200 more episodes. Yay! Hi out there in internet land. Uh, Mark Allen here. Just wanted to wish David and the whole intellectual team a big congratulations on your 200th podcast here. Uh, I was honored to be on one of them, and I hope to be on another one soon. So keep it up, mates. Awesome. Mark Allen and Jody Silly. And Tiki. And Tiki. Yeah, thanks, Tiki. Tiny Tiki. And Tiny Tiki. Tiny Tiki. <laughs> Who I like to affectionately call Apple Care. Apple care. Yeah, well, when Jody got the dog, like she sent me a photo of the dog on the couch, and next to it was an Apple Care box. Yeah, right. And she's like, "Look," and I was like, "What? You got Apple Care? So what?" <laughs> right. Well, to be fair, Apple Care is pretty sweet. Apple yeah. Care is pretty sweet. So. <laughs> but it comes with a dog. But yeah. I've I've kind of refused to call the dog Tiki ever since because, like, to me, the dog's Apple Care. That Apple that was Care. the first thing I called the dog. So I'm okay. going to call that dog Apple Care till the day I die. All right. <laughs> well, it did come with a two year warranty for me. <laughs> <laughs> but. Um, but no, wonderful. And Mark Allen, thank you so much for the message. Mr. It was Allen. Great, great uh, hearing from you as well. Otherwise known as the other Mark A. And he just yes. booked. He just booked. Maybe uh, that's me. He's he's probably the first Mark A, and you're the second Mark A. He's older. Just because he's older. I was the first Mark A to myself. Well, okay. Well, there you go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> to each their own. You were um, a national commercial. <laughs> yep. uh, but Mark Allen, I believe, just booked uh, a feature film. Um, right. So congratulations to Mark on that. Very nice. And, uh, the best luck you can also him. see Mark Allen mm. in um, here comes the deflation. Um, I forgot it. Um, roadies. Uh, yeah, he was in roadies. He was in roadies. Showtime, which did Showtime. not get uh, picked up for a second no. season. Sorry. Unfortunately. Ooh, that was a um, great deflating. Yeah, moment. that was a wonderful <laughs> deflate. Um, which uh, is now canceled. Yeah. Yeah. Way to go. <laughs> um, we're going to go ahead and take a, a moment to watch a little bit of coverage from Comic-Con. Uh, one of the great things about being a San Diego-based show is our proximity to Comic-Con. We have a lot of opportunities. For two years, we got to cover Nerd HQ, thanks to Zach Gruber, a uh, wonderful PR person who who gave us basically unlimited access wow. to Nerd HQ, which was incredible. 
Um, and that was a whole lot of fun. This year, we did not get to do Nerd HQ because Zach didn't do Nerd HQ. No, he no, hosted HQ, uh, right? all of Sci-Fi's TV shows nah. uh, on the Sci-Fi channel, which uh, we did get to go to. Uh, Kayla Bolster and, uh, and, and Mike Peterson and myself got to go see the Sci-Fi show. Um, and Mike... Even got to to go face to face with Stephen Amell Arrow uh, while he was oh, dressed yeah, up as Arrow, yeah. which was incredible. I'd take him, yeah. Nice. <laughs> um, it was That's a lot of fun, um, but we had a good time on the streets um, doing man on the street interviews. Uh, Kayla and I went around and did a cosplay video, um, and uh, and and you know Mike helped with camera work and everything the whole week. It was just a lot of fun. So we're going to take a look at that uh, while the rest of us have a chance to kind of powder and dry ourselves off cuz it's getting hot in the studio. Getting hot so, in her. <laughs> let's take She's a look at uh, at Comic-Con with the intellectuals. Hi, I'm Kayla. We're here day 3 of Comic-Con and today is cosplay day. So, I'm here. I've got my Star-Lord. Get up, Genderbender Star-Lord. Let's get some interviews from some of the people who are dressed up today, okay? you do a gender bender Loki? I think the boys have more fun. Would you ever do battle with aliens again? I'm here with another gender bender. This way, the opposite way. I hope, I think, right? As you gender bender, <laughs> I'm assuming. <laughs> Look who I found! Another intellectual. Whitney Wegman is here with us, and she is also cosplaying. Tell me about what you chose and why you chose it. So I went with uh, Westworld this year because I figured it would be quite big. I think I need a little bit of cowboy hat to block me from the sun. I'm very, very pale. So, uh, yeah, I went with Westworld. And this is actually a dress produced by Ella Adela Custom Designs out of L.A. And she's a really great designer. So if you guys need a dress for anything, prom, quinceanera, cosplay, she can do just about anything. And, I mean, I think she did a good job. It's absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, give us a little twirl. It's gorgeous. Good job, Lit. I don't know which camera we're coming back <laughs> well, to. Okay, there we go. That one. He pointed down <laughs> the middle. Camera? Which camera? Oh, nice. Okay. There we are. Right, 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 right down the middle. It's bowling. Hey. Um, yeah, we had a lot of fun at Comic-Con. Um, mm-hmm. and, and you joined us for a bunch of the Nerd HQ stuff those first couple of years. Yeah, I was just looking at uh, one of the interviews, and I'm wearing a red beret for that show, Colony. Oh, yeah. Is that show still on? Yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah, it's still on. <laughs> there you go. Hey, Mark Allen. At least last I knew it was still on. I think we're on that camera now. Oh, okay. <laughs> Any more Audition questions from show. the audience? <clears throat> no, Michael Shane just said he totally needs a prom dress, though. Ah, uh, hi, um. Mushy. <laughs> um, yeah, Comic-Con's just a blast. I, I have so much fun there. Mm-hmm. I, I'm... I'm waiting to hear if I got my professional badge this year. Same I here. Know, I know Whitney got her her info. Have you, you guys got one last year though, right? No. Oh, well, I, I keep getting approved, but they want Mike. Me to have you gotten your Comic Con notification yet? I have not. No. Okay. So Whitney's the only one of us so far. And she got so the trade. She got the trade show. Oh, that's the best deal. one. No, it's not. Uh, no, that's the one that you have to pay for. You, you still have to pay for it. Yeah. Oh, no, Exhibitor is the best that's one. That's one I keep no. getting approved for, and no. they want 250 bucks for yeah. it. Yeah. Well, Yee. we'll see what we get. Um, either way, we will always cover Comic-Con in one way or shape or form. There's so much to do at Comic-Con, and it, I think it's just much. an important part of what we do every year. Um, we've had the, the the president of Comic-Con on the show, mm. um, mm-hmm. and uh, last year we had uh, Echo Kellum from Arrow on the podcast, which was really cool. Um, 
So, you know, I'm a geek. I'm a nerd. So, I mean, you can tell by all the crap on even the wall had, uh, behind me. Holly. We even had looks Holly. Like, uh, from yeah, Land Holly from Land of the Lost is a guest on the show. She got like me into Comic-Con one year. Yeah. KB Toy... Do you guys know what KB is? Or is that, is that <laughs> KB, a dated yeah. reference? Yeah, well, that is. Yeah, but I, do, I do know Spencer's that. Spencer's. As dated as Toys R Us is about to become. Yeah. Yeah. Toys R Us. Toys R Us back there. As well. But yeah, this is a, just a hodgepodge of toys from uh, my house and Teresa and Brian's collection. and <laughs> Pretty much that's it. It's just the three of us. This is our crap. Um, Cards <laughs> Against Humanity. That's a fun one. Yeah. 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 Play that high. It's fun. We should play that live. <laughs> oh, we should do that sometime. Yeah. Let's do that. A, a live Cards Against Humanity game. That would be great. Uh, would that be a good idea? Does anybody think that's a good idea? I'm down. Post, mid- <laughs> post midnight, though, I'm thinking, right? <laughs> cool. Mike, you Ooh. got some? Uh, Kayla just joined. Hi, and, Kayla. And uh, Rachel Gallenberger says howdy. howdy. Hi, Rachel Gallenberger. Howdy. Rachel uh, did the hair and makeup for our, our Christmas photos and stuff uh, earlier in the year. Nice. Or end of last year, really. Um, did a wonderful job. Thank, thank you so much for yep. that, Rachel. Um, uh, glad you're a part of the intellectual team. And uh, Kayla, welcome. Glad, glad you're joining in. Uh, we just watched you uh, yeah. at Comic-Con. So it was, it was fun to see you uh, doing your thing out on the street. Um, hey, now. Hey, now. <laughs> the red light. I mean, the gas lamp district. Um, so we've got a few more videos. So let's take a look at these next two, and then we can talk about these individuals uh, when, when we come out of it. Okay. All right, here we go. Congratulations, intellectuals, on your 200th episode. Camera, I'm okay. right there. Oh, oh, camera's on. Yep. Okay. All right, all right, all right. This here's Matthew McConaughey. You know what I love about the Intellectual Podcast? I keep getting older, and y'all keep cranking episodes out. <laughs> you know, you ain't no Fugazi. You're the real deal. You're like fairy dust, you know, up in the stratosphere. Everybody listens to it, and they love it. So, you know what I'm saying? And I'd like to introduce my good friend, my main man, Randy Davidson. Hey guys, congratulations on your 200th episode of the Intellectual Podcast. On behalf of myself and Cardboard Matthew McConaughey, keep cranking them out and bring us back. Oh, oh Randy, wow. goddamn dude. Very nice. <laughs> wow. And Larry Poole. Larry, Larry Poole sends me a message today. He's like, oh, Larry. He's like, uh, think it's okay if I have a horse sitting on top of me? <laughs> like, Sure, Larry. <laughs> so I, I, he's what, was he shaving? He was filing, 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 filing the hooves, right? Yeah, yeah. Filing the yeah. Hooves. He's Larry's a, a real cowboy. Yeah, you know, like, he is. I was just on his ranch a couple nights ago. We oh, right? uh, we might be doing a project together. No, we are. I am doing a project <laughs> with you, Larry. <laughs> Where are the cameras? See, now? I said I am. Brian keeps moving on you real <laughs> yeah, fast. Right? <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, um, yeah, Larry Poole's great. Uh, yes. He's the president of San Diego Filmmakers. He's now the vice president of SAG AFTRA in San yep, Diego. Yep. Oh. Um, also, I think he has a representative seat on the national. I think you're right. Yeah, uh, deal for SAG, which is great. He's he's out there working real hard, trying uh, trying to help everybody here in town. To he's just a great guy in. with a with a very interesting story too. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Know, he was yeah. on the podcast uh, yeah. uh, this summer and uh, his uh, days in the circus and yeah yeah, yeah. It, was, it was fascinating getting to talk great. to him. He's, he's, he's an incredible, incredible human being. And every time I talk to him, I learn more about him, and and it's always fascinating everything about. And him. he's a Jersey boy. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Which he's is even from funnier. There. Um, he's originally from And there. Randy Davison, of course, is just, uh, yeah. he, he, he has one of the funniest episodes we've ever done. Oh, yeah. that was a good one. Yeah. Yeah. You guys were all sauced. Yes. We got we, faded. We were Randy faced. came in, did a normal episode, <laughs> and you guys got drunk while we were doing that episode. And then and we, we started part kept two. talking, and I was like, yes. we got to keep recording. Yeah. And uh, the was second that? episode was, was, was like, we were drinking uh, Mexican scotch. Mexican scotch. Mexican scotch. And uh, Randy told like a forty-five minute uh, story about his uh, elephant penis sock, <laughs> elephant trunk, and coin purse is what the episode uh, is called. If you can imagine classic. what that's referring to. Yeah. yeah. But he was on Masters of Sex, and he, he talked to us about his experience using a cock sock. Yep. And, oh, uh, yeah. And a, and a merkin. Merkin. Uh, oh, yeah. Merkin was something we would talk about all yes. the time. Yeah, we yeah. used to talk about Merkins all the time. Yeah. When we went on Tonight in San Diego, with uh, Je- hosted by Jeff Kraft at that point. Yeah. Uh, you that was had, the only thing I you said. You had your opportunity <laughs> to talk. That was the only thing you said. Jeff's like, so, uh, what do you guys talk about? And I'm like, Merkins. Merkins. <laughs> <laughs> it was a thing. We go yeah. through phases like anybody, I guess, yeah. you know. Mm. Um, but we have a good time. I mean, the more, more, most important of anything in the show is that we have a good time. Um, I want it to be educational. I want it to be a chance for us to, to meet new people. But if we're not having a good time, there's really no point in doing it, right? No. no. Yeah. Definitely not. This, Mike's ready to talk. This is to a me. good uh, segue. Jeff said his favorite podcast uh, was the ones where Dave and Steve is discussing their trip to the Philippines. <laughs> oh, yeah. While we were in the Philippines. While we were in the Philippines. Yes, really. <laughs> well, thank you. Eating, like rat skewers or whatever it was. Well, uh, we, were, we did the video where we we ate all the weird foods. Okay. Yes. And I'm a, I'm a vegetarian now, you know, so yeah. I, I wouldn't eat any of those foods no. now. But um, no, we what had, a fun trip that yeah, was. I that mean, was Steve's first time out of the country. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. The first time I ever had a passport. First time I ever took uh, more than two days off of work. Oh I God. took an entire month. Well, and like you, lo- you go to Thailand and stuff. You know. I've been there multiple times. Here, Thailand. Multiple times. So Vietnam, you know, you know what that Southeast kind of Asia. cultural oh, yeah, sure. shock yeah, is. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Can you imagine me taking this guy out of the country no. for the first time? The first time is like, like Canada? No, Mexico? No, no. Never oh, been wow. to Mexico. Never been to Canada. <laughs> wow. I mean, I lived in New Jersey. I oh, well, that's practically another country. Though. <laughs> Went into New York City. That's the closest thing to going to another country. Yeah, but um, no. Huh. Never the culture been. shock was incredible. Yeah, that must have been. The Those episodes night, were fun just yeah. just to get to hear your perspective on things. Yeah, um, first night uh, I was there, we had I had balut. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> and that, that had uh, I I wrote about that. I wrote a blog about it called Balut Sweat and Tears. Oh boy, uh, what it's like trying to eat balut the Ooh. first time. The not raw, a good experience. Raw egg, I mean, right? No, it's not raw. It's a steamed duck egg. Oh, embryo, yes. embryo, like a full-on embryo. It's, like I, you uh, crack it open, crunchy. the little ducks yeah. like crunchy staring back fuzzy. at you. I think I tried to have that one, <laughs> and then I saw a feather and said no, <laughs> no. <laughs> so I, I chowed down on one of Donald's is uh, nephews. It, uh, is, uh, man, isn't there a story that some like you got waxed or something? Or <laughs> is that a whole other? <laughs> save that for the 300 oh, episode. Oh, no, 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 no. He loves telling the story. Yeah, I love waxed. telling this story. I should waxed. start that story because <laughs> it really starts start. with me talking about it, yes. and you talk about getting waxed. Yes. So we're we're in Calibo. So we're down in the provinces, and Hi, Sandy, if you're watching, uh, we're, we're at my auntie Sandy's house, and. Um, and Steve is walking around. It's hot as hell in the Philippines, yeah. right? It's hot and it's humid. It's punch you and in the however face. However, warm humid. I feel right now in this studio is nothing nah, compared to what it's like there. Their cheap so, export is humidity. So Steve's, Steve's wearing like tank top. You got to understand, Steve is like the weirdest shade of white. 
um, that you could that you could have. He's actually not wearing a shirt right now. (laughs) And he he's so he's we're standing down on the street and Steve's in a a, it was like a it wasn't a tank top. It was just a sleeveless tee. Okay. And and you had a you had a towel that you carried around like a whoopee. So you could dry yourself off constantly. You and my mom both carried whoopies around. Yes. And and then you were wearing shorts and, you know, shoes with white socks and oh sandals was it sandals sandals no i wasn't wearing socks i don't know he's so white it just i have a vision of white socks in my head at any rate steve's standing on the sidewalk and his his back hair is sticking out through his shirt and a group of uh catholic schoolgirls come walking by and they're in their little outfits and they're cute and they're nice and you know i i kind of wave at them as they go walking by and they walk past steve they get about 10 feet past Steve, and one of them looks back over her shoulder and starts giggling. She goes, <laughs> he looks like a baboon. Oh. <laughs> and they all start giggling. And Steve turns to oh, me Steve. and goes, okay, it's time to get waxed. Uh, wow. Because <laughs> my mom had been trying to get him to wax yes. the whole time we'd been in the Philippines. Yeah. Not just your mom, your entire family. The whole family was trying to get him waxed. <laughs> I was the whitest, hairiest person I kept person telling them, you island. wax him, and he'll look like a beluga whale. But oh. they didn't listen. No. So we take him to get waxed, and this poor... Poor girl. What was Nika. her Ika. Nika. Nika. She, she's like four foot 11, maybe five foot one. Yeah. And, and weighs about, you know, 98 pounds soaking wet. It was everything uh, she had to wax this guy, man. I mean, she was she was just drenched in sweat. Every pull was like torture. <laughs> not for him. Not for her. For her now. <laughs> I, I, I actually took all a, over me. Literally I actually took a stab at one of the, one of the, one, one of the pulls. pulls yeah. And I gave it a yank and lost hold of it. Like the the hair wouldn't come. Uh, <laughs> Got about halfway through and I know, had to go again. <laughs> Got to understand. Gotta understand. Men don't get waxed in the Philippines, let alone American men. Well, Filipinos generally don't, don't have that, that much hair. That hairy yeah. and not that large. So, um, so it was just a lot of mass and, <laughs> and a so lot of volume. Her strips weren't that long, and she's using this little popsicle stick to spread the wax. On. So oh, boy. it took two different days. I went. I did my. My mom was day. dying the oh. whole time. Oh my god! The whole time, oh, my mom's god. in the hallway, she's just screaming because it was up on the second floor of the building. So my mom would go up there, and you'd hear her. Ay, 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 ay. <laughs> Hey, oh don't my you have God. video? Don't you have video? So funny. Uh, we do have video somewhere. Ooh, I have, roll I have, the clip. I, have, I don't have it prepped for this don't show. Uh, but if there's enough interest, I will put together the waxing video of Steve in the Philippines. Yeah. If people really want to see it. So, uh, <laughs> poor little Nika, it took two different days to do yeah, front and back. Two trips to get front and back done. To get front and back done. That's um, awesome. And uh, you tipped her like a month's wage. Yeah, I tipped her uh, what it would the equivalent of a month's wage. She, she just looked at the money and was just like, "You come back." She turned to her friend. It's like, "We're rich." When you come back, she's she. I heard she. Had, uh, she's since quit the business. Ooh. She's now you know disarming landmines from World War II. Something less stressful. <laughs> nice. He's been uh, working on that line. No, yeah, that was I'm great. Working on that, that one for years now. Um, you should have done a deflating. Yeah, that was, was awesome. a lot of fun. That was a good joke. Good. You did get waxed again your, there uh, when you came to the states. Yeah, that was line. a different experience. And it was like Helga's house of pain. Yeah, um, yeah. And this woman was maybe about fifteen months pregnant, and she was ready to drop this large German woman, and she just took takes looked like a trowel and just spread the wax on me and then just took this big sheet on her arm and just went rip 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 uh. okay, don't know her. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
couldn't breathe. I mean, she was, I was, I was in and out of there in 10 minutes. Literally. Two ten days minutes. in the Philippines. Two days wow. in the Philippines. 10, ten minutes. minutes. Yeah, ten minutes. Hell hell good. Good. And it cost me about a hundred bucks. And wow. I was like, I would never do that again. So now I'm shaving. So. And that's a that's a whole that's different. That's a TMI. That's a little TMI. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, and we just lost half our our viewers. We've got a couple more videos. Um, let's take a look at these last two uh, uh, congratulations videos from uh, from some friends of ours. Congratulations to the entire intellectuals team on your 200 podcast from Jordan from Jordan hates and also Jordan loves. This is Lindsay Cat, wanting to wish the Intellectual Podcast a sincere and heartfelt congratulations on 200 episodes. Well done. Thank you for the work. Wow. Cool. Thank you, Jordan. <laughs> I love Jordan's eye twitch at the end of this. Yeah, he does not loves- like saying that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, uh, and Lindsay Cat, uh, one of the amazing musicians, one of many amazing musicians that we've had on the show. But uh, Lindsay, uh, we met at the Jerome Film Festival. Whitney oh, and I did. okay. Uh, Brian was there for that as well. Um, and she was, <laughs> she was an absolute delight to talk to. Um, and I've had a, yeah, great, it was a great time chatting with her since the podcast, even podcast. learning more and more. It sounds fun. So hopefully I can go to New York sometime, Lindsay, and, and get you on the show again because there are so many more stories I know we you have to that. tell. We should do another trip to New York. Yes, we I should. had such a blast with Whitney out there uh, yeah. a year ago. Um, we should do that. We should do. We should take the intellectual on the road. How's that? Sound? Yes, let's do it. Sound good to you? Let's do I it. like it. Yes. Sounds good. Okay, so what, we're, um, we're going to take the intellectual on the road. We'll go to uh, Jersey, which means we need your help for that. Right. <laughs> um, we do have a Patreon page, um, so I will post the link to our Patreon page uh, on the Facebook uh, page. And if you care to help us out, uh, become a patron of our show. And uh, we'll start doing bigger things. Yeah, Jordan yes. hates. It's all on you guys to help I'll us get out. I'll wax on camera yeah. Jordan, again. Jordan, he had a, the web series Jordan Hates, and now it's Jordan Loves. Loves. He's got the KPBS, and they didn't want Jordan Hates. They wanted Jordan, Jordan Loves. Loves. And then uh, he's working on a feature called Jordan. Meh. <laughs> <laughs> we love Jordan. Jordan's great. Thank you, Jordan. Thank you so much for that video, Jordan. We appreciate it. Um, so, you know, it's, it's been four years and 200 episodes. Mm. And I'll be honest with you. We actually have 205 in the can. Wow. Ooh, um, spoiler alert. So there are some coming. Uh, we've got interviews with Terry Ross, Carenza Laguerre, Patricia Baker, Jeff Zook, actress, and Phoenix actor, Webb coming up. Uh, wow. So be looking out for those. Mm-hmm. Um, what, uh, what has been your guys's like, favorite, favorite takeaway from being on the intellectual podcast? Um, just the exposure. I I just really enjoy talking to you, having people getting feedback from what the stuff that we're doing, and also uh, the and I'm deflating again. Uh, <laughs> what was your favorite episode? My favorite. Or actually, do you want to finish that thought first? Or well, we, lo- we lost the moment, didn't we? We lost the moment. No, okay, we'll we'll just move on. We'll get back to it. <laughs> we'll get back to it on the next hundred podcast. Um, <laughs> I, probably my favorite was probably when with. Hashtag two fingers, definitely <laughs> favorite one. And the certainly one, your most like raw. Like, well, my, 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 my put everything raw. out there. Yeah, and uh, the one where I talked about uh, drowning a VW Beetle. No, that was also oh, wow. now, like yeah. first ten episodes. Yeah. Ooh, what about the Kathy Coleman? I thought that was going to be. I an thought actually that was the one of the funnest episodes that I've done because it was the first time that I actually led an interview. 
Yeah, and that was a, it the showed. interview. Yeah, no, it was a good one. It was a good one. No, but uh, it was amazing. It's an amazing story on how I met Kathy Coleman. Yeah. Uh, I was flying back to New Jersey, and um, my, I was with my brother and or rather large people, and we were sitting in the front of a Southwest plane, and the door was just about to close, and all of a sudden, this blonde woman comes in and takes the seat next to me, and thinking. My my, Mike by your mouth. Mike by your mouth. Mike by my mouth. Um, <laughs> only two hundred. My brother podcasts. and I. Only two hundred episodes. Yeah, like. only two episodes. Um, I, my brother and I thinking, oh, the door's about to close. We're gonna have room. We could, you know, spread out a little bit. Two big guys. And <laughs> enter Kathy, and she comes in. She sits. She puts a this big bag in the upper, uh, in the overhead. Sits down next to me, and she said, "You and I are gonna be great friends." Yeah. <laughs> For the next five hours. Ha cha 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 cha. And she doesn't talk like that. Uh, she, did, <laughs> no, she really doesn't. I don't, I don't. Well, she has a bit of a raspy voice now. Um, but that's how I, I remember when, when the first thing that she said to me. And we got to talking, and we're looking at her going, We've seen you before. Where have we? And I said, I don't want to be that per- type of person. So, where have we seen you? And she said, Oh, well, have you ever watched. Saturday morning programs, Saturday morning cartoons when you were kids. And I said, yeah, we grew up on them. So you ever watch Land of the Lost? And we both looked at her and said, Holly. <laughs> and, and that's how we met. And we had giggling, such a great... giggling going on. What's, in the, go, what's in going the on in the peanut gallery? Did someone fart? Microphone. Uh, what, what's going uh, on over there, guys? Uh, Jessica Henson says, uh, you guys should do more lives like this. It's fun with the interaction. Huh. Cool. Okay, cool. William Wall. Oh, William. William Wall. William Wall. Bill he's pro- he's Wall. Fabulous Lavender Blazer, David S. Dawson. Yes. Thank Is that you. Lavender? I dig it. <laughs> William Wall, he's probably, you know, in his loungewear, still with, still in a tie, though. Well, you know, I, it, I showed up I showed up for something recently. I think it was the screening of the 48s, and I wasn't wearing a jacket. And William just read me the riot act. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he he requests that. Can I see all three of you pretend your microphones are shake weights at the same time? That sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> sounds yeah. awesome. Yeah. Uh, dance, monkey, dance, dance monkey, dance. <laughs> um, cool. Uh, so Kathy um, Coleman, that's she your favorite. Your, she should be in your in your list. Yes, top three, definitely top three. Definitely sure. top yeah. three because what about you, Mark. Um, I mean. She got me in a Comic Con. You just got oh, eight, yeah, that's true. eight laughing faces. There's a lot of good ones. Uh, the ones when we got uh, drunk with Randy, those were always fun. Uh, a lot of local ones. But I think when I think about if I had to choose one or two or three, I'd probably call uh, I'd call out the um, what I call the uh, the screen drunk the well, drunky the screen junkies trilogy. Right. For me, that was a, yeah. that was a good time. Oh, I was like oh obsessed gosh, with yeah. this at the time. We went up there and we 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 had John Bailey. <laughs> John Bailey mm-hmm. was a riot. Uh, and we drove him around L.A. on right. Friday, <laughs> that, Memorial Day weekend. I, I was yeah, actually, was, my ribs hurt because that, we were laughing yeah. so He was hard. so funny in the car. He was, he so was funny. funny in he the car. He talked to your friend on the phone as Optimus Prime. Right? Yeah, yeah. He yeah. called yeah. him and he grabs yeah, the phone right. and says, who are you, human? Who yeah. are you, human? That this was great. That was awesome. <laughs> uh, and then, of course, um, Hal, Rudnick. Hal Rudnick was a good yes. time. We yeah. met him and at Nick Mundy, right? Nick Mundy. We actually went to his house. Yeah. So, I don't know. Those three are the ones that stick out the most, if I think... Yeah, that was yeah. a fun group. That was fun a group of guys trilogy. To to. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and they and they are, of course, you know, uh, you know, call, 
their colleagues. They're they're sure. they're doing the same thing that mm-hmm. we're doing. I see Obviously them at all on, the cons, on a really big scale. Con, and they say hi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they do recognize. And John yeah. Bailey just recently moved to L.A. Yeah, yeah. So, he's here and so. lost a whole bunch of weight. Yeah. Yes, he has. And you guys did too in the last uh, year. Steve's, did Steve's mic cut out? Is that what happened? Oh. Oh. No, the, sh- <laughs> the shake weight ruined the mic. The shake weight ruined the mic. Um, so anyway, um, yeah. So those those were fun. Yeah, those were a lot of fun. Um, I think you know, I, I, Chuck and Tom was like an amazing moment for me. Um, but I think for me, the the thing that I'm always going to remember the most is doing that very first episode with with yeah. Steve because it was. It was the start of something that has become incredibly special and incredibly important in my life, and and I I think in your guys' lives as well, um, because it's done so much for all of us. It's opened yeah. so many doors. It's it's introduced us to so many people, and you know I've said it a lot on the show. You just got to show up. Mm-hmm. You know, showing up is the most important part of anything we do, mm-hmm. and that whole first year. The only goal we had in that first year yeah, wasn't to get celebrities on the show. No, it, was just it wasn't to get onto any red carpets. The goal that year was just to do one show a week, every week, consistently for 52 weeks. Yeah. And we met that goal, and we didn't, we didn't miss a week until we were into the hundreds. No. I mean, um, um, so, I mean, to you guys, all the dedication that you put into it, Jessica Jerain, uh, Krista Naomi... Whitney Wegman um, and and Laura. Jessica Henson and William Henson when they were on the Sci Fi Sunday podcast because it was the same thing with that show. Your cousin, it was consistency. Right? My cousin Eric, yeah. all of you who have contributed to this show, thank you from the bottom of my heart for being part of something that has been so important and so special to me. Um, I hope that what we do here has been beneficial to everybody who's been a part of it and to everybody who's been listening in and watching and growing with us as we grow the show and do incredible new things like live streaming a show. I remember we did the 100th episode live on stage. It was like our first time uh, yeah. doing something on stage. Bowman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bowman. Then we did the um, second year with Chase. Yeah, and we did the two-year with Chase. And actually, <clears throat> Chase Masterson... Uh, she had difficulty getting a video off to us today. She she tried, um, but she was unable to get a video to us um, for the for the that's broadcast. Another, that's another. But, uh, I think we'll have her on again soon too. As well, that was another moment. She's cool. Yeah, I, still... I caught the gnat. Right. Now. <laughs> <I was flying laughs> oh yeah, like Mr. Miyagi. Yes. Yeah. So um, I think I think we're really kind of winding up. Is there anything else anybody has said wants wants us to to say? Any requests? We'll give you sixteen seconds to to. One last chance to make us dance. We could act out a scene from What's the Vig. <laughs> oh, and thank you to everybody who came out to the What's the Vig screening at Film yeah. Week. Oh, that was year. a fun that, one. That, that was, was a lot of fun. Um, it was incredible. Throwing, stuff, throwing, this, throwing stuff at the screen and whatever. Drinking whenever I did something weird. Um, so, screening. all right. We're going to go ahead and wrap this up. This has been the 200th episode of the Intellectual Podcast. I've been sitting with my co-hosts. Mark Atkinson. Stephen Schwartz. And I'm David S. Dawson from all of us here at Intellectual Entertainment. Thank you so much for listening in, for watching, for following all the things that we've been doing. We're going to keep bringing you content here on the Intellectual Podcast. We're going to keep trying to build the Intellectual Talk Show TV series as well. This may be the start of something new for that. And we're going to keep making movies and TV series and pushing the envelope 
We are San Diego filmmakers. We are San Diego podcasters. We are proud to be from this city. And we will continue to be here with you every step of the way in the future. Thank you so much. This has been our 200th episode. Good night. Thanks for coming out. Hello there, citizens. I am the terror that flaps in the night. I am the floaty that will not flush no matter how many times you try in the toilet bowl of crime. I am Darkwing Duck. Telling you, please, talk hard and enjoy the mindgasm. <laughs> Whatever the heck that means. After all, you are watching Intellectual Podcast with your ears. Intellectual Podcast.